She brings wealth and health to her audience by tackling hot topics around substance use disorder, mental health and wellness. Her mission, vision, and goal are to help you heal from your past trauma, inspire you to transform your body, mind, and soul so you can live your best life. Your board-certified psychiatric mental health doctor, nurse practitioner, trauma care maestro, and media analyst, your life ambassador, best-selling author, TEDx talk speaker, CEO of Pool of Bethesda Psychiatric Health in Arizona. Let's all welcome Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. My name is Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. Uh, people know me as your global version midwife. Others call me your compassionate trauma care maestro. And thank you so much for joining me. I'm a CEO of POB Psychiatry, Pool of Bethesda Psychiatry uh, Group of Clinics in Arizona. All right, so today I want to talk about something that I've been seeing so much of in my clinic. All right, so I want to talk about ADHD. All right, a lot of, um, uh, how do you call it, a lot of professionals, uh, when we get um, patients that do come to us and it's ADHD, we kind of cringe a little bit about it because it's like, uh-oh, does that mean that we have to prescribe control substance now? So, so we cringe, we find a lot of us cringe in the way, particularly uh uh, counterparts who are uh, physicians, they kind of cringe about that, like, okay, what do we do with this? So let's talk a little bit about ADHD. Perhaps if we debunk it, then it will make things, it will make more sense to us. And if you feel like after hearing this video or watching this video, if you feel like you are exhibiting some of these symptoms that I'm going to talk about, then you know what to do. Seek help, right? So when you, what is ADHD? What is ADHD? Um, we talk about ADHD as the attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Let me say that again. It's called attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, and this is a mental health disorder, y'all. Uh, it has nothing to do with your physical. So that's why you need to see um, a psychiatric uh, person instead of a uh, PCP, your primary care. So uh, ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity Disorder is a mental health disorder that can cause above normal levels of hyperactive and impulsive behavior. Let me say that again. Anytime you have somebody that's way hyperactive, go all over the place, and this happens to adults too, right? And then they are very impulsive, very, very impulsive. Perhaps it's time to test them. People with ADHD may also have trouble focusing their attention on a single task. For example, you tell them, uh, let me give an example here. Winston is sitting here and he's supposed to be doing the assignment, right? And the assignment is one to 10. By the time Winston is on third assignment, Winston's mind is all over the place. Winston has actually gotten off of that one and got to something, another task, because Perhaps his mind is saying, okay, this one is too much for me, so I'm just going to go find something else to do. All right. So people with ADHD may also have trouble focusing their attention on a single task or sitting still for long periods of time. So they're constantly moving around and fidgeting. So this happens to both adults and children. People will say, well, is ADD, ADHD? Well, 
AD adults, ADD adults, ADHD children, and there are adults that do have ADHD, that they are hyperactive, they are impulsive, and they have the whole gamut on it. So, what are, let's talk a little bit about some symptoms that you can actually see in either your kid or in yourself, you know what I mean? In yourself, or something that you may have been experiencing since you were a young person in grade school, but your parents never got you to do anything about it. And now you're an adult and it is messing up your life. All right. So the main signs of hyperactivity and impulsiveness are this. Constantly fidgeting. You know, just going like that. It's going like that. Being unable to concentrate on tasks. They give you one task, you want to go on to the next one. You haven't even finished one yet. At the end of the day, you'll have yourself nine tasks. None is finished. Mm -hmm. That's a sign, telltale sign. Excessive physical movement is a telltale sign. Excessive talking is a telltale sign. Being unable to wait your turn, right? It's like you're on, the, you're on the line right now in the store and you're just fidgeting, you know, you are number 10 and you can't stand it. You're, you're just trying to figure out how to, how to go above or everybody else to get to that for a while, right? Uh, acting without thinking, just just being impulsive without it. We just go and do something and then it's like, okay, it's done now, dang. What did I do that? Well, maybe I didn't have to do that. Eh, whatever, I'm done now, right? Interrupting other people's conversation. That is also a telltale sign. Be unable to sit still, especially in calm or quiet surroundings. You are in a quiet surrounding and you still can sit still, all right? So those are kind of signs that, hmm, you might be dealing with that. Now, there are three major types. There are three major types of ADHD that I want to talk about today. The very first one is the combined type, the combined type. And what I mean by that is someone who has the combined type is impulsive, is hyperactive, right? And can't even keep an attention to anything either. So inattention and is constantly distracted. All right. So. That's a combined one. Then you have some that are just impulsive and attractive, but yet their focus is, is on point. But impulsiveness uh, or impulsivity and attractivity is both up there. Then you have the third type where they cannot focus and it doesn't take too long for anybody to distract them. So again, three types. One is a combined one where a, they have hyperactivity, impulsivity, and then they, they lack attention too. The second one is where they, they, they are impulsive and they're hyperactive, but their attention is on point. Then the third one is, it don't matter what you say, they just can get it. <laughs> the attention span is like, ooh, they just can't get it. Now, I, when I was in college, right, when I was in college, I happened to have been placed on medication for the inattention one. Uh, the hyperactivity and other ones, not really, but the focus was a major big thing for me. And because I come from a silent culture in Africa, I, I was in Nigeria. Nobody even knew that ADHD existed. And if they knew, they probably hear it. They will probably hear it. 
So we never knew. So I had to get to this place in America to finally know what the issue was when I knew that it wasn't like I was dumb in school. I just was a little bit slow in understanding what was going on, right? And so once I was placed on medication, I did incredibly well. Voila, here I go, right? So it's important that we do not make this, turn this into a stigma that people will not seek help for it. Because personally, I come from a silent culture that if I had told them that I had ADHD, they probably would say, what, what, what does that, what do you mean ADHD? Where did they get that from? They would say, okay, we, you know, our family don't have that. And the first thing they want to think about is their family that don't have it, right? So it's important that we do not stigmatize, uh, we do not stigmatize this, all right? So if you have this, if you have any of the things that I've talked about today, you want to seek help. There are ways that you could find help with this. Number one, um, therapy is very, very good, right? CBT is very good. There are different types of therapy that can help you to gain focus, help you to have tools to kind of calm down that hyperactivity that is going on or even that impulsivity that is going on with you. Besides psychotherapy, medication is also a key component of it. I know with me, medication was a key component. And if I did not have the medication that I used back then, I would not be a doctor of nurse practice today. I can guarantee you that. So medication has its is placed in this. A lot of times people are very, very afraid of it, but medication has its place. Almost 5% of adults in the U.S. have this. All right? Almost 5% have this. So it's important that we do not ignore this. It's important, and it's very prevalent now because of all this pandemic thing that's going on. It's kind of unleashing all these things. So let me quickly run down, you know, I know I've talked a little bit about symptoms, but I want to quickly run down some common ADHD symptoms. We've talked about inattention. We've talked about lack of focus. We've talked about, um, did we talk about this? Um, poor time management skills. Yes. Weird, weak impulse control. We talked about that. Exaggerated emotions is one. Hyperfocus, like they're fixated. If they're fixated on something, oh my God. They, they fix it on it and they cannot get their mind off of it, right? Hyperactivity is also part of that. It's important. There are several tests that occur that you can, you can actually take. And those tests can be done, you know, comprehensively by your psychiatric provider. Now, on the internet, there are some short, short tests that, um, frankly, I would not put so much credence in. They might actually show you a little bit, but it's be the best way that you can combat this is actually seeking help with an expert like myself, all right? Seeking help with someone who can actually now diagnose you, and once you're diagnosed, then treatment can be begin, okay? So some of the treatment, again, psychotherapy, and of course, medication. People often feel like medication, they have to go from nothing and go straight into controlled substance, which is not the case. Nowadays, we do have other things. We have other, I mean, other uh, medications that are not controlled substance. Now, I have to say this. This is a caveat. Those that are not controlled substance does not necessarily work for everybody, but it's still worth the try, right? It's worth trying, trying that first, 
before you move into controlled substance. So if you have problems with ADHD, if you think that any of the, any of the things that I talked to you about today, right, kind of mm, make you think, hmm, let me think a little bit about this, because after all, ADHD is also diagnosed in roughly 4.4% of the adults diagnosed, I mean diagnosed, adult population in the U.S., right? And then the report is actually underreported and as up to 85% of children with ADHD are at risk for having the disorder as adults, all right, as adults. So I was one of them because I was at risk. I just didn't know it because I was raised in Africa, all right? So it's very, very important that we seek help. And many of these helps, right? Again, you got to go by multi-model ones, which means that just don't stick with um, uh, psychotherapy and think, okay, that's the end or beyond. Perhaps maybe you'll do that for some people, but majority of the people that are successful in my that are successful in my practice are people that have been able to combine the medication as well as great nutrition, exercising, behavioral therapy, all those things. Some even even add supplements and vitamins, practicing you know mindfulness, spending lots of time outdoors in nature. All those things help. All those things help. Many people will often say, okay, children that are like four years old, five, six years old, how do you place them on medication? Um, frankly, for me, uh, as a practitioner, I, I am a firm believer that both medication and psychotherapy help. But when you do medication, I do not believe in stacking up medication and racking the people's body, you know, ramming their body through medication. But starting it at an incredibly low dose to make sure that they're okay with that. So even with the medications, you have the stimulants and you have the non-stimulants. Well, I hope that I've been able to help you out here to figure things out. If you know that any of the things that I've talked about today resonate with you, please seek help with a psychiatry, a psychiatry provider like myself, of course, you can always go to P-O-B, P-O-B Psychiatry.com uh, for more details. Or you can just shoot me a letter, shoot me an email there and say, hey, Dr. Hancock, I have a question. This is my question about this. Or you can also go to my website at Dr. D-R Fumi, F-U-M-I, Psych D-M-P. Just Google me. I'm out there. Google me and you'll find me out there. Until next time, be inspired, be motivated, be of sentimental value. Understand that you, 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 you are the hero in your life story. Do not allow anybody to write your story in a funky way. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to Tear the Veil with Dr. Fumi. We hope you have enjoyed being a part of today's show and that we have helped you in shining. For further information, you can visit us at drfumipsychdnp.com and pobpsychiatry.com.